Welcome back to the Moment of Truth podcast. We're on episode four now. I'm your host, Lee Robrito. We've got a great guest today in ex-Cardiff City and Middlesbrough striker Andy Campbell. We all remember Andy back in the day who took Cardiff City up with that goal in the playoff final against QPR. Um, so just want to give a shout out to everyone who's supporting the podcast, sharing and downloading and just spreading the good word of the podcast. Um, we'll go straight into it now. So here's Andy. See, we met before. Yeah. Um, at um, Murphy, yep. we've done, yep. we done a gig yeah, we together, did. didn't yeah, we? we did, it yeah. Was like a, yeah, and it's really just interesting in terms of your story because you know, obviously we know you from Cardiff City, yeah. but just tell, tell people who, who you are, really, and, and what your story is. Um, you well, you know what I mean? Obviously, I, I started football. I, I, I wouldn't say I started really early. You know, I, I only got into football because my brother, um, my mum was getting a little bit uh, frustrated and annoyed when my dad was working away. Uh, I think I was about um, 10 or 11, um, my brother was a couple of years yeah. older than me um, and obviously we were fighting a lot in the house so my mum decided to take us down to the local football club and, and, and waste some energy and uh, he ended up signing for a local club called Martin and I just kept I just kept going training with him and just kept being out in the fresh fresh air and, and just loving what I did and you know and he was always I'd say he's two years older than me so he I followed him so he ended up being a footballer before I did um, he signed YTS for me at York City before I signed for Middlesbrough and I just, I just, I knew what was coming. So I, all, I, all, I had a better insight than anybody else of my friends and my teammates yeah. and my colleagues because I knew what was coming two years down the line. I knew that um, what it was like to get released. I knew what it was like to get a contract. I knew what it was like that to be a YTS and do all these horrible jobs and clean football boots and 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 be out all yeah, the hours yeah. and and play games, watch games, and I just knew what was coming really. And it was, uh, it was, it gave me an insight. But then. I also give me an appetite to think I want to do what he's doing and I want to, but I also want to better what he's done. And you know what I mean? So I didn't make it into a yes, competition, yeah. but I just, I, I seen what he, what he achieved and I see what he did and I was jealous. And also I wanted to do it for myself. So what level did he? Um, he played professionally at York, Scarborough, South End, Doncaster Rovers. So he, he did really well. He, he, you know what I mean. He obviously didn't play yeah. in the top level and play in the Premier League, or you know what I mean. But he, he, he loved his football. He, you know what I mean. He, he came through. He played with some excellent footballers and, and just, just, just enjoyed, just enjoyed like having a career like I did. And you know what I mean. It just made me, made me so proud to be able to watch him as a, as a young boy while I was still at school while, while, while he played football. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. So you know what I mean. A lot of people don't know. You know what I mean. The, the career my, 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 what my brother had. You know what I mean. And I remember when I was coming through at Middlesbrough and he'd just signed for, for Southend United and. I got the train down to London, got the train down to South End, and and stayed over for the weekend. I just loved it because it just it gave me a release to beat his brother, but then also gave me a chance yeah. to go and watch him play and uh, and just spend time as a as a family and as a brother and just be proud of, of watching what he what he'd achieved and what he could do. That's amazing, and you know, obviously, for people there's a, there's a debate in terms of footballers being role models, but when your brother's two a few years ahead of you. Yeah. That's the ultimate role model. Yeah, you know? well, there was no better, you know. That you know, what I mean, it was you know, I mean, when we both started playing professionally, it was competitive because we were competing for the same goal. You know, what I mean, we were we were compla- competing in yeah. obviously different leagues sometimes, but we played against each other twice in our career. Um, okay, um, yeah, yeah. What position was he? Um, he played. We both played centre forward, but in one game in particular, I was sub. He played and. He played right midfield. I played left midfield when I came on. So we were both directly against each other, and um, it didn't it didn't end great. He got sent off for a tackle on me. Uh, believe it or not, that was our wow. first game. That was our first game against each other, and I think he did it to prove a point to people. I think he did it, to, you know, I mean, to put to put certain things to bed with certain comments what were being made because obviously I was coming through a Premier League club. He was at York City in like oh, Division Three, League okay, Two, yes, and yeah. you know what I mean. And I think he was getting a little bit sick and tired of a few comments and. 
You know what I mean? And, and he did it. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. He, took, he, wasn't, he, took as you bad, out. he wasn't as bad as everyone makes out. You know what I mean? It was. A, it was a late tackle, but not no later than what I've what I've received all through my career. And you know what I mean? Because I think because of people's reaction, tackles are always made worse. And because I was only a sixteen-year-old kid, that obviously people are, people are there <laughs> to protect me. Um, i.e. my manager and other players and things and, and, and the reaction from everybody else is quite quite surreal. He, Neil got sent off and um and then Did you roll? Uh, yeah, I stayed I stayed down I stayed down as long as I as long as I possibly could, yeah, because I because yeah. I didn't want to get yeah. caught up in the mayhem what was happening. So it was uh yeah it was quite a surreal thing and I remember remember going back home on the night which was a night game. Um and uh I was still living at my mum and dad's at the time and Neil was living in Diggs but he got the day yeah. off so he came back home to mum and dad's and uh, mum sat him down and just just read in the riot act and said you don't treat your brother like that and you've got to be respectful to each other and you know what I mean I felt like a 12 year old kid again and it was yeah it was uh, oh, it was, wow. yeah, was alright yeah and then the second time we it was about a month later and obviously this was still rumbling on you know what I mean obviously people were ma- making an even bigger bigger thing of it now and this was a cup final it was a North Riding Cup final York City against Middlesbrough and Riverside and um, and uh, luckily enough, I, I, we we weren't directly against each other this time. I, I think I was playing on the left, he was playing centre forward, and we beat them three one. And I scored a couple of goals, so I had the I had the last laugh really. But it, it made me focus even more, you know. Even though, even though it was like a it was a nothing game to some people, but to me it was a it was a big thing because it was a it was a game at the Riverside. But B, it was a big thing because it was against yeah, my brother, yeah. and I had a I had a point I had a point or two to prove. Oh wow! I never yeah. knew that. I, I never knew that. that's really interesting. Wow. So, so obviously you went you went to the bigger club in terms of Middlesbrough, yeah. um, and signed YTS forms, and this was back when YTS was actually YTS. What you had, yeah, to like do. apprentice, yeah, yeah, like apprenticeship, but like less yeah. money. Um, forty two pound fifty, I was getting uh, my first year. Oh no, yeah. sorry, thirty seven pound fifty was my first year. Forty two pound fifty was my second year. A five pound pay rise. Um, we got paid every Friday in cash in a brown envelope. It was like, it was, yeah, it was amazing. And we did jobs. We started work at like we started yeah. work at eight o'clock in the morning. I didn't walk through the door to get home till about seven o'clock every night. Um, we got one day off a week. It was yeah, it was we cleaned boots, we scrubbed floors, we cleaned toilets. Yeah. We did we did all the jobs that um, that people would probably not want to do in their lifetime. But you know what? It was the, it was the best time I think I ever had as a footballer. Yeah. It, it was so it, we had we had the best laugh. Uh, we were so grounded. We appreciated everything what we got, and um, and you know what I mean. I, I, I listen and I look at like young lads nowadays who get everything thrown at them, and, and they don't last till like they're eighteen, nineteen, and you earn quite a lot of money through. Mm-hmm. It's a similar thing to apprenticeships now. Obviously, apprenticeships now are really well paid, um, but um, yeah. you know what I mean. Sometimes it can take your eye off the ball, and you know what I mean. For us, you know what I mean. When you're yes, you know what I mean. When you're earning thirty-seven pound fifty, and you and you're playing on a Saturday to earn, we had we were on an eight pound win bonus and a four pound draw bonus, and you know, what I mean, that made a massive difference to your wages on a on a Friday. So we, you know, we did it. We did everything. Yeah, we did course. everything to to win on a Saturday in our in our youth league, just to just to get a little bit of a bonus in our wage packet. So who was who was the the first team? Um, yeah, so mid nineties. Yeah, so we um, yeah, so coming like ninety six, ninety five, ninety six, um, and ninety six, ninety seven. So you centre forward, you're looking at Jan Jan Agafiotov, John Hendry. Um, yeah. Um, uh, well, San Giannino signed obviously that year, that first first season. Yes, yeah. Um, I want the well. You know what I mean? So we had a, they had an unbelievable yeah. side. You know, I mean, they, just, they just moved into the new, new stadium that season as well. So you know, what I mean? everything was all singing, all dancing mm-hmm. for the football club that year. That there was talk of a new training ground, which obviously yeah. came through. Obviously, a season after, 
um, new ground. So they used the old ground, Essen Park, as a trading ground. So it was it was everything what my I was a Middlesbrough fan. So for me to use Middle Essen Park as a trading yeah. ground, which which I went to games with my dad, and and for the new stadium to be built on my first season was just was just what dreams are made of, really. And you know what I mean? Oh, that's quite quite a cliche, yeah. but you know what I mean. There was a lot of a lot of players who, who signed for Middlesbrough, obviously who weren't Middlesbrough fans, and they were doing it because it was the club who signed them. But I'd watch them on the terraces with my yes, dad as, yeah. a, as a young kid, and and just and really look forward to to achieving something special. Yeah, and Brian Robson was the yeah he was back yeah then. he took over the season before, so yeah. it was his second season. Obviously, my, with my first my, my first season there, yeah. So he was there with Viv Anderson and Gordon McQueen, and, and all three of them came from Man United, and they all gave yeah. me a. Oh, they're all excellent with me. They, they give me an unbelievable um, opportunity and uh, something that I was extremely proud to, to, to grab hold of. So when did you start training and, and breaking into the uh, Well, I made my debut that, that season. So I made my debut when I was 16. But we used to do something quite strange. So wow. at United, I think, they used to have a, a young a young kid training with them every day. Um, basically, they collect in balls to do to do jobs, which which obviously needed doing, you know what I mean? Give bibs out and stuff and... Um, so we always had a, had a young kid um, training so uh, with the first team. So, you know what I mean? I, I'd, I'd done the odd days either there. And then towards the end of the season, um, I was doing it a little bit more. It was always, it was always me. And I was thinking, oh, I'm a bit, a bit sick of this. You know what I mean? Because we, we didn't have a training ground. We, we, we used to train here, there and everywhere. We trained at prisons. We trained at the beach. We trained mm-hmm. at local parks. So you can imagine training, you can imagine training oh. at the beach when um, when they're having a game and, and someone does a, a shot that doesn't go in and, Oh, it does go in, and it ends up in the sea. There's only there's only one person yeah. who goes and collects it, and I was I was getting a little bit annoyed and a little bit frustrated at the time that going home and complaining to my mum saying, "Mum, I, I I was in the sea today. I was collecting balls, and you know what I mean. It's always me. I want I want to play with my mates. I want to train with everybody else, and blah blah blah." And, and it was only um and then he did it with games as well. That it was that with the games that he took a young kid there. We for home games they the, the got the kid out with the kit man for away games the. They did the same, but on the bus they'd, they'd make teas, coffees, and, and all the food for the players, so they didn't have to mm-hmm. do it themselves. And um, and on the home game, in particular, Sheffield Wednesday game, it, it was my turn to do as I thought. And so I'd do my jobs on the on the afternoon. Um, I'd, I'd be pretty much meal with the players as we normally did because the manager allowed us to eat with the players. And and then he named the team and named me on the bench, and it was like, God, this is. This is this wow. is ridiculous, and you know I remember John, John Pick, who was my, yeah. my first team coach at the time, sat uh, sat next to me and just put his hand on me on my leg and just I was re- I had a really close relationship with John and um, he just said, listen, he said this is your yeah. opportunity now. He said he said you deserve it. I said he said I'm not going to say anything else to you. I said go and enjoy it. I'll say all your family are here, all your family knew about this and knew it was, knew it was happening because it because the oh, gaffer wow. had rang um, the gaffer had rang my mum and dad. Um, on the afternoon, and told him that I was that I was going to be subbed. It was all yeah. set up, you know what I mean. So it was it was very perfect, very very good. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what Brian had done, and um, and you know what, I, I respect him even more because you know what I mean. When he when I turned seventeen and he offered me my pro contract, he did the same thing again. He rung he rung me my mum and dad's house and and offered my mum and dad the contract, which obviously I was. They were we were all keen to yeah, yeah. accept, but yeah, that was that was how my my debut came about. That's some, yeah. oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. We don't. We no, it's different in it because Cardiff obviously Cardiff have got their own little story, yeah. their own little. You know what I mean? Where here is 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 uh, is yeah. another little bubble. Yeah. So what was it like, like being sixteen years old and a World Cup winner walks in, Janino? Oh, um, oh, amazing. You know what I mean? At that, at that time, we um, we had him walk in. We had uh, Ravinelli walk in. Emerson Boxic, all these yes. world class players and. Um, Janino was amazing because it was we, we'd heard about it. It was it was coming. It was when um, Brazil played um, in England and, and Janino had scored a couple of goals when Brian Robson was assistant manager to um, mm-hmm. Terry Venables and 
So we knew that was coming in, so but yes, we, it yeah. was all like a surreal thing. And, and when he came in, it just opened the doors for everybody else. But the most surreal one for me personally was um, was when Ravinelli walked in. So we were training at a local prison at the time. And yes, it was pre-season. We were running around, and, and I'd, I'd caught this. I'd caught running around one one time, and uh, it, at the field, I, I caught a glimpse of this of this fella. And I said to one of the boys, I said, "That's that's Ravinelli, that the lad who scored in the Champions League the other day." And one of the lads said, "Don't be, don't be saucy. Why would he? Why would he come in? He just, he just played for Juventus in the Champions League." And so anyway, we finished training, and the gaffer pulled us all in for a meeting, a debrief of training, and and then introduces to our new signing of Fabrizio Ravinelli, and everyone's just, everyone just started looking at each other and just mouths hit the floor, and just, and we just thought, wow. this, do you know what? This club is, this club's going places now. This, this is an opportunity for, for us to." to be part of something special, but we all had to obviously work even harder and because these kind of players are coming in to take everyone's yeah, place, sure. you know, so um, obviously him, him, com- him coming course. in took yeah. game time off me, so I was, uh, that was obviously something that I wanted mm-hmm. to clarify with the manager, I was obviously keen to stay because I wanted to be part of it and I was confident in my all ability, but obviously I wanted to play and, and I knew someone like him coming in would, uh, would stop my Stop my, 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 my game time. So um, the manager was excellent with me. He let me go out on loan, get some more experience, get some game time, being a being a like a, a man in, in in men's league, and and then came back and and, and yeah, played my part is. with with everybody else. Yeah, it's hard to compete as a sixteen-year-old you know, what I mean, from the first day he walked in to the last to the last day he left. You know what I mean? I've got total admiration for him. You know, I know he didn't leave in, in great circumstances, obviously because the club got relegated, etc. But um, you know, I'd got I've got total respect for him as a footballer more than more than anything. Because you know, what I mean, he came here to to do a job, and you know what I mean. And he, he didn't have to. He could have stayed yeah. at uh, Juventus in Turin and in in his in his in his luscious lifestyle and and and, and play against against the best. But no, he came test himself out in the Premier League for Middlesbrough. You know what I mean, and, and give us all a, a glimpse of of what we wanted to achieve. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember that match of the day, watching that first. You know, the hat trick oh. just straight away, bang. And obviously, just yeah. watching Janino. Yeah, it was, just, it was just something special, you know, because um, we got relegated the, the, the following season. Yeah, we've we've had um, we've had uh, catch ups. You know what I mean? Of of, of year groups. You know what I mean? And the manager tells stories about uh, if we hadn't mm-hmm. got relegated that year, the players that that, that he was planning on bringing in of Roberto Carlos and. These kind of players, and you know what I mean. That if, oh wow! If we hadn't got relegated that year, then when who knows where that football club would have been? Because if you're starting to bring in people like that on top of people that we had, that it would have been absolutely surreal times for the football mm-hmm. club. Yeah, yeah. Because it's it's crazy. Because you know you are a yeah, it's small just the town. Yeah, it's town, not, yeah, it's, 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 of... it's tiny. You know, yeah, what I mean? it's, yeah. It hasn't got a reputation for football. It's you know, it has got a really good reputation. All to be fair. So you know, I mean, to, to start. Bringing these kind to bring Brian Robson in was it was obviously the first was the first piece of jigsaw, but then obviously slowly and surely start mm-hmm. bringing in players and other people opened other doors for other people and it was uh, yeah it was just a surreal time for a football club and a time that I, well we would never ever get back because you, you I don't think you can ever rewrite history and, and ever emulate what um, what, what mm-hmm. they achieved at that time. Of course, of course, and and then you came back and there was a change in management as well there. Yeah, of, Steve McLaren, Steve McLaren, McLaren yeah. Um, there. and obviously managers come in with, with their own ideas, and um, and his idea was to bring in uh, an influx of players, centre forwards, wingers, midfielders, which which obviously had a massive impact on um, on, on on me as an individual, me as a footballer. So you know, I, mean, I, had, I had a huge decision to make, and 
um, talking to family and things. I, I was I was a home bird. I didn't want to leave. You know what I mean. I wanted to stay, but I was a footballer, and mm-hmm. the only way to do my job properly was to go and play football. And, and my time there was wasn't even limited. It was just yeah. it was just null and void, really. So the decision was to go and find some football somewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember sitting down having a having a really sensible grown up conversation with him, um, and and he and he'd agreed a fee with Aberdeen um, on the Friday on the Friday, um, yeah. and went home to speak about my family with it and um, um denied and. By the time Sunday came, it just wasn't for me. I didn't, I didn't feel comfortable about Scottish football at the time. I wanted to stay in in, in English football yeah. and, um, and and just give something, um, give something, give something else, and trying to achieve a little bit more and and stay as high as I can. And um, and then I talked to Alan Cork. You know, I mean, a lot of Cardiff fans probably won't know this, but I talked to Alan Cork yeah. uh, after uh, after the Leeds game. It was the Wednesday after the Leeds game. Um, we'd agreed for me to go on loan uh, on the Monday. Um, so obviously. Um, he'd been speaking to the club and I was going to go down on the Monday. They got beat at Wigan Athletic on the Saturday, got beat 4-0. Uh, Corky lost his job on the bus on the way home. Um, so I spoke to him on the Sunday. Wow. Um, obviously, he was absolutely heartbroken, gutted that he lost his job. Move had collapsed. Yeah. So I went for training as normal on the Monday. Um, on the Tuesday, as normal. Wednesday, Lenny Lenny rang me up and said, the move's still on if, I, if I'm keen. Um, but obviously, be another week. Um to get all the paperwork and all that sorted out. So I, I, I basically signed for Cardiff on the Tuesday or the Monday the following week. So, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was just so great. I, I knew Lenny from a time at Middlesbrough. Um, you know what I mean? So I knew... Um, yes, yeah. Um, I knew, obviously, that was uh, that was obviously going to be a goer. But at the same time, I, I was yeah. quite keen to work for Corky as well. Yeah, and that's... How, how, how is it in terms of, obviously, you know... Brian Robson really bought into you and then it didn't work out with McLaren. It must be such, um, I suppose, just undaunting when a new manager comes in. There's lots of it. You know, yeah, well, it was, um, yeah, well, managers come in and they say all the right things and it's, all, it's always nice to hear. You know, I remember we had a, uh, we had a meeting um, and the meeting uh, was in the meeting room uh, at, the, at the training ground and, uh, and uh, every player was there, all the staff members were there and uh, all the office staff, so every single staff member for the football club was there and and he stood in front of everybody mm-hmm. and told everybody that he was giving everybody a fresh start and um, and everyone was getting a clean slate. And I was so uh, excited and so um, enthused about what I was hearing because this was my football club, you know what I mean? I've achieved quite a bit under a previous manager and I can't yeah. wait to get uh, a new manager um, buying, on, buying into what I'd, what I'd achieved already. And, and then went down to training and, um, mm-hmm. and basically I was training with the reserves on his first day so I didn't have an opportunity to... To impress, you know what I mean. I felt as well like uh, this wasn't a fresh start. This was um, premeditated. This was sorted. You know what I mean. And he was bringing his own players in. And after about three or four days, I'd, I'd, I'd fully accepted and, and realised that this was the way it was going to be. And um, I did manage to get uh, one final game under 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 Steve and, and and scored against Man United, which was obviously a mm-hmm. lovely way to go off for me. You know, because oh, wow. FA Cup yeah. game and yeah, yeah. I was struggling with a few injuries and things. So I was so pleased that. Um, to, to, to leave on those kind of terms for me because you know he's my club and um you know what I mean for me to leave on on, on yeah. different terms would have been really really bad really you know what I mean so I'm, I'm glad I left as I, as I left and um and then obviously the move to Cardiff came along on loan originally you know because but obviously I, I was I was there for for two reasons really one to put myself in the shop window for everybody else and two to obviously show Cardiff fans and, and Lenny mm-hmm. that, that I wanted to make the move permanent because obviously the deal was was made in principle um permanent but obviously. We all mm-hmm. had to, we all had to agree, and um, finally agree at the end. So I think that was done after about two and a half weeks, three weeks. So, uh, which was, I was yeah, it was, was a great yeah, start. I, 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 I loved it straight away when I walked in. I remember 
remember our first training session at the Vela Glamorgan, we trained inside and I looked around the changing room and I thought, well, there's Spencer Pryor, you know what I mean, Man City, there's, there's obviously Cav, new Cav yeah. from, um, from Middlesbrough, there's Peter Thorne, you know what I mean, ex-Stoke ex City, there's, there's Hamilton, ex-Newcastle, ex yeah. um, there's Paul Brayson, new in from Newcastle, um, you know what I mean, there's, there's obviously Andy Legg, Jason Bowen, all, all, these, all these players, Willie Boland, Leo, new from Rotherham, and I'm thinking, yes, yeah. this isn't a, this isn't a League One side. This is this is Championship. You know, what I mean, this is this is mid mid table Championship looking looking for yes, playoffs. You know, yes, yes. obviously, you know, I mean, no no team's good enough and that, and has a divine right to get out of the league. And obviously, that proved quite difficult for us. Obviously, for the next couple of seasons, but um, the, the the squad and the quality that that Sam had, had brought together was just absolutely fantastic. And you know, I, mean, I remember the first first time I met Sam. Yeah, uh, I met him in my hotel and um, and sat down with him and Lenny. And the first thing he said to me was. Um, was uh, was uh, we're going to be in the Premier League and I, I listened and I, and I thought to myself you know I mean it's lovely to hear those kind of things but you know what I mean is 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 those mm -hmm. kind of dreams are they just pipe dreams are they, are they, are they realistic you know because you know what yeah. I mean I want I want I, yeah is I it a sell be, is I it selling to you Premier League of course I do I've just left the Premier League so but you know what I mean I obviously want to be realistic and you know when I first and then, and then I seen around the change room I thought you know what if this is what we what we've got, what we've got now imagine if we have a little bit of success imagine the kind of players that we. That we that we can, and then obviously yeah. then we, we unearthed um, local players. You've got the Danny Gamadons, the James Collins, the the, the Ernies, you know. So yes. you know what I mean. The, the the quality in that group was absolutely endless. Yeah, I remember. I remember going down the city back then, and yeah, it was, yeah, it was electric. Yeah, it, it, was, was, it, it was amazing. I think it was a journey. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, obviously it started the year before. I think obviously the the season when they got promoted from uh, obviously York City, um, and. The journey was just an unbelievable journey for for everybody concerned, for the club, for the players, for the fans, and and something which history can't ever be taken away. And you know what I mean. And and, and people say that they never forget. And it's always it's always it's always taken tongue in cheek sometimes, isn't it? That um, that you think that people won't forget. But you know what I mean. Yeah. We we played a huge part in 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 where that club's currently is. And you know what I mean. And and and, and I've said and I said Most to I said Danny Gabs. I've said to Cav. I've said to other players that. If we hadn't got success the year that we had and got promoted the, the season that we had, that players would have dispersed, players would have left, and where that where that would have left that football club, you know what I mean? Would mm -hmm. they would they ended up in the new ground? Would they would they had to stay in the in the old one? It's just you know what I mean. Success puts you on a journey. And so let's talk about that success, that goal. Um, because I was there, yeah. I actually got, got a ticket Quality. ten minutes before, so I was sat with a QPR fan <laughs> on my own. Uh, surreal, um, day. surreal day, surreal yes, day. Yeah, yeah. So I, possibly one of the worst games of football. I think I've, you know, I watched, uh, I watched extended highlights actually, probably about four weeks ago, five weeks ago, and um, you know, I mean, they they were probably they probably had the best the best chances apart from Spencer's header. Uh, they they had some half decent chances and, and caused us quite a lot of problems. Considering we we beat them four 0 about a month before in the league at Loftus Road, that. Um, the causes a few problems. It wasn't a very good game of football, but but I think uh, we spoke about it um, for the for the ten days prior to the game that how big a game it was, how much of a um, mustn't of course yeah and well how much of a huge. mustn't lose game it was. It you was know I mean? that, it's in Cardiff. If it was at Wembley. It would have been a big game, but but not as big as as, as game it was because it was in Cardiff mm -hmm. and and I think you know what I mean it, it just made it a, a bigger occasion for everybody concerned, players, clubs, fans. Um, and you know, what I mean, we 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 just had to get over the line, and how we did it, it didn't. I don't think it really mattered, mate. To be fair, mm -hmm. and the way that the way that we did it in the end was was probably brilliant. Three clean sheets in the playoffs, a, a one nil win. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, you know what I mean? The celebrations, how late the goal came, and it was just no, just a, an amazing, amazing occasion. Yes, yeah.
So going through that game, obviously, Ernie was on fire. Well, he was on fire that season, wasn't he? 37 plus goals that season. I I'd had an operation five weeks before on my groin, yeah, and, yeah. and I was struggling to be fit for the uh, for the for the playoffs. And when the, when the final came, I declared myself fit on the Thursday. And the game was on the Sunday, and I, I didn't feel great, uh, but my groin felt all right, so I felt uh, felt pretty fit. Um, uh, but then, um, obviously, when when the manager uh, said I was coming on about uh, twenty minutes to go in normal time, I, you know what I mean? I was I was so ready to to put myself on that stage. It didn't happen for Ernie on that on that day, unfortunately. You know what I mean? Because the hat trick he got there, obviously the month before against QPR, yeah. um, he he ran those two centre ass ragged, but on on that day, unfortunately, they just they just saw him off the game and just and just did enough to to quiet him. And um, but you know what I mean, me me my game brought different um, different problems for them and more direct running over the top. And unfortunately for us and for me, it it paid fruition in the end. And uh, and obviously they couldn't cope with the ball over the top of my pace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, was yeah. Well, Danny Gavadon spoke about it the other day um, in, in, in the podcast, and and uh, Danny said, Danny said, uh, and yeah. I don't realise at the time. You know what I mean? He normally hit volleys as, as as the ball's coming down. That was rising up, and it made it made it a little bit more difficult. But I didn't think of it like that. I, I, I just thought, you know what I mean? I, I, it was just it set up perfectly for me to to do the finish that I did, and you know what I mean? And and sometimes if you snatch at things and, and rush them and try and hit them as hard as you can. The, the go here, then everywhere, and it was just you know it couldn't it couldn't have been any more perfect. It yeah. it it. it it just just missed his gloves by millimeters and uh, and just and just landed in the middle of the net and it was absolutely just exterior. It was, ins- it was, yeah, it was it was insane yeah. in the stadium and that goal, as you say, it, it reverberates still on. If that goal didn't go in, yeah, where would Cardiff? Yeah, well, we've all right yeah, we've all said it. And we've such all, an important you know, goal. Players are honest as well, you know that that where would players' futures be? Would would the Gabadons, the Earnshaws, the Collins, the Thorns, the Cavanaghs, the Campbells? Would we would we all have stayed another season in, in League One? Yeah. Because it would have been it would have been such a, a difficult season the following season because of because of uh, how that season would have ended. Um, so would have it would have made would have put even more pressure on everybody, and you know what I mean? Would we have had the had the squad capabilities to to push us through again and uh, under the pressure what we what, what we would have put. Up? Put ourselves under as well, really. Yeah, yeah. And what was it like afterwards? The dressing room was quite subdued, believe it or not. You know, I think we, I think we'd obviously wasted a lot of energy and uh, physically and mentally and on the on the pitch after the game. And I remember, remember we were we were we were sat in the changing mm-hmm. rooms and sat in the showers and the baths and just sat with Canzalaga, just sat talking about and not really. I don't think not realizing what was happening outside and not realizing that. What we what we've achieved, you know. I think it was yes, only yeah. when we when we left the stadium that I started to realise what we'd done. You know what I mean? Because inside the stadium, when you when you were your family and you think you've achieved something for your family and and, and they're really proud of you, but when you go outside and and you realise what you've just done, then that for me that hit me. You know what I mean? We, we were uh, we mm. were meeting family family and friends um, um, over the road in a uh, in a restaurant, and you know what I mean? I'd, I'd say it was probably a normally about a three four minute walk. And, Oh God! It probably took an hour and a half to get over there, and it was absolute. Del- it was unbelievable. And then yeah. there was obviously things that we had to go and do yeah. during the evening. Uh, we had to go to the Marriott and do a uh, do a sponsors um, sponsors thing, and that you know, I mean that we were there again, and it took us took us hours to get there. We were there for as long as we needed to, and just the day the hours just seemed to you know I mean by the time you knew it, it was two three in the morning, and you know it's just it's just unbelievable, an unbelievable day, and then it just followed on, and we we met up as a as a group of players on the Tuesday because we. Um, we were all in training on the Tuesday um, for for chats and stuff, and a few players got released, which was obviously disappointing. Because you know what I mean, because that that goal was was that goal was was great yeah, for, for, yeah. For, for me and for some of us, but obviously heartbreaking for some others because 
they lost their jobs and didn't get contracts because the club was going and then push into another direction. And you know, what I mean, that was difficult to take because you know, what I mean, everyone's so pleased, mm-hmm. but but end of the day, you know, what I mean, no one knows the future, no one knows what was going to happen if we didn't. So you know, what I mean, people could have got released because the club couldn't have afford to to pay players. So you you can't rest on your laurels sometimes. So. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We all celebrate together as a group after that. Um, and I think the celebrations probably calmed down towards the end of the week, which was uh, which was nice. Um, and then we dispersed and came back the following following summer. Yeah. Wow. And you still, obviously, people... No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm back, back up north now. I came back up north. Yeah, yeah, I came back You're up back north. You're back up north? Yeah. Oh, wow, um, OK. But uh, for, for people, uh, yeah, people just don't forget. You know, it's just, it's absolutely crazy that... Um, I'll get oh God, probably get a message. Well, at the minute I'm probably getting about five messages a day, but you probably get a message a week or a message a month, or it's around the time of the of the, of the goal. It's probably oh, wow, ten thousand messages. It's just it's yeah, unbelievable yeah. that people just don't forget. And when people say that they don't forget, it's you know what I mean. Like I said earlier, it's tongue in cheek sometimes that you think yeah, they're just they're just saying that because you're talking to them, but mm-hmm. but they don't. You know what I mean? They they realise that um, that that that, yeah. that huge part that, that that group and that goal and. Uh, myself played in, 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 in the history of the football club. Yeah. Exactly. It was perfect. It was extra time goal. Yeah, it couldn't, it, couldn't, it couldn't have been any better. You know what I mean? If, if there were, if there were, you know what I mean? If we'd have, if we'd have won the league that year, um, I don't think it'd have been remembered as, as well as it was um, that day. You know what I mean? There's a, there's a way to go up and the, no, the best way no. to go up is in the playoffs and, yeah. and doing it like that, especially in the Millennium Stadium. Because if we'd have won the league, yeah. we'd have put, oh. Half of us would have probably been there as, a, as, a, as supporters watching that game anyway to to see teams. Do you know what I mean? So it's it, we still would have mm-hmm. gone to that game. So you know what I mean. I'm so glad that I had a I had a part to play, a huge part to play, and uh, and we uh, obviously we we had huge success as a group. You know. Yeah, I used to love going to the stadium yeah. while whilst they were redoing Wembley. You know, for the FA Cup and League Cup and everything. Yeah, such a, well, 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 it was, was, it was easy accessible, wasn't it? You know what I mean? Because I, I, went to, I went to a couple of games. I went to watch a couple of uh, yeah. Wales games. I went to a couple of rugby games. And, it, you know what I mean? It was just the, the, all the top all the top um, top games, top sports uh, occasions were all played there. And it was just, I didn't want Wembley to get, we want Wembley to be finished. Obviously, there was a mm-hmm. there was a talk, I think, the, the season it was done, that it was going to be delayed. I was thinking, yeah, just delay it because we can get some more games here, you know, because... You know, I mean, it was just a, yeah. I don't know, it was just a cracking mm-hmm. atmosphere and opening the roof, shut the roof. It was just, it just, it was so different all of the time, and it was just, um, you know, I mean, it was just excellent. The atmosphere around the, around the, around the city at the time as well. You know, what I mean, in the mornings of things when they were shutting roads off, and you know, what I mean, when they were, when they were having um, yes, yeah. uh, different supporters coming in one way, and it was just, it was just brilliant. It was just magical, and you know, what I mean, it was, yeah, and it made, I think, it made my stay it was, in, when yeah. I lived there even better because it, you know, what I mean, you just knew then it was just those, those kind of weekends were, were absolutely magical. Um, so I left uh, 2005-2006 season so I left um, I left there when Dave Jones took over yeah, um, yeah. similar similar to obviously uh, Steve McLaren yes, coming yeah. in obviously Dave had his, had his ideas and I left to go up to Scotland uh, I signed for Dunfermline um, and uh, kept them mm-hmm. we kept them up that year uh, we had we had a we had a bit of success. We got the Scottish Cup final. Played Celtic in the Scottish Cup final. Got got battered up. We got beat three three or four nil. I think in the final. And um, but it was obviously nice to play at Hamden and um, started that game as well. So it's nice to nice to play in a cup final. Um, and then came back up came back to North to 
to look for a club in the area. I had a young daughter as well, which which had been travelling around for the last few years. So I just wanted a bit of, bit of stability sometimes because you yeah, know you're getting yeah. a little bit older. You, 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 I wouldn't say I was coming to the end, but you, you're starting to get a little bit more experience, a little bit older. But sometimes you just want a little bit of stability and a, and settle in an area. And yes, uh, and I found that. Uh, I found that we came back up north and signed, signed for Halifax Town and just just travelled in and uh, but I think it was just the, the most surreal thing in the world. They ended up going bankrupt and bust and demoted and you know what I mean. So we all ended up losing our jobs and then it was every man for himself wow. really. So but by then I'd I'd, I'd I'd had a serious injury so my yeah, career was sure. more or less finished then anyway because of that injury whilst whilst they were going bust. So I was uh, I was I was coming towards the end of my my football career then. Uh, I teach now. I'm, so what, what uh, I'm teaching primary school. Um, I, when I uh, when I when I got injured, I went I went back yeah. to college, did my GCSEs because I left school with nothing. Uh, I got I got a degree and then went back and did another degree, um, and then I worked in secondary school. Then I worked in primary school to so yeah. teach PE. So I run uh, I run the PE PE out of my primary school and and, yeah. uh, and across another one at the minute. So yeah, enjoy it. It gives it's nice to it's such a different life, such a different lifestyle and and stuff, but so different, but so rewarding yeah. as well at the same time. Do you take yeah, the, um, yeah, we do. The yeah, we do. We do everything. I take. Yeah, we have. Our, we have. Our, we have our own. Yeah. As, as a head calls it, we have our football academy. But yeah, it's. Uh, you know, what I mean, our kids are. We 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 we're in a little bit of a rural yeah. um, um, area. Um, but you know, I mean, the kids. The kids love it. The kids absolutely adore it when I mm-hmm. when I walk in the classroom because they know that I'm going to have some fun. I'm going to have a laugh, and it takes it takes away from the learning. Everyone loves PE. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. The, I'm the one. I'm the one. In the, I'm, I'm the one who makes of the course, kids smile. Course, yeah. They know they're getting out of learning. Exactly. Yeah, podcast exactly. we do uh, is podcast, podcast nation. Well. So um, every Monday now we're live on Facebook, um, YouTube, Twitter. So yeah, it's um, which growing. I think we've it's, it's a it's called the Andy Campbell Championship. So sure, we do normally go and talk about the championship games uh, on a weekend. But obviously, the last six weeks when we haven't had any, um, mm-hmm. we've um, we tried to do get guests on, which we've managed to do. Um, so hopefully we can hopefully we can get to talking about football again because because yeah. Uh, yeah it's a way forward we need uh, we need something and a bit of normality back in our in all our lives yeah um, and when and I, and I think when we when we talk about experiences yeah. in life and stuff you know what I mean we can only make those experiences by doing normal things in normal life can't we. That was Andy, uh, such a great guy. I met him before at uh, Merthyr and such an interesting story coming from Middlesbrough playing against his brother, um, you know, playing with Juninho, Ravinelli, those type of guys and then coming down to Cardiff City and just cementing himself in the folklore of the city. So I hope you enjoyed that. That was the episode. Uh, we've got a great guest next week. We'll keep it quiet at the moment. Please keep an eye out for our social medias. Have a look at Lira Brito. Have a look at at Moment of Truth P2 on Twitter. And we'll catch you next week.